Welcome. This is Tim and Karen Titus from Stampin' on the Back Porch, and we are doing a podcast about creativity, paper crafting, and life. So do you have any idea what we're going to talk about today? None. You wouldn't tell me. <laughs> I asked her. She wouldn't tell me. So this is how we roll. I usually, just before we come on live, I give them a just general topic, what before. we're going to talk about. Not. But, yeah. And I've kind of prepared the the points we're going to hit, and then... You're just here to converse and add whatever you like. So are, yep. are you good with that or would I'm you rather be part of the planning? No. Okay. You, you like being... Okay. okay. So that's what makes sense. Because you're going to enjoy today's. What if I'm judged on my performance? <laughs> I don't know. I, the, the way we run things, practice doesn't make perfect. So it, it's all good. We live okay. with it. We just love having a chance to chat with <laughs> chat with all of you. So, oh, yes. so for today, and I think this is especially true of... A lot of us crafters who kind of like to be indoors and craft, it's like, what are we going to do about winter? Mm-hmm. Craft. <laughs> I think most of us find winter to be too long, too cold, and too dark. Well, we're in Minnesota, so that yeah. that makes us biased. Everyone up north, let's say. Yes. And yes. especially now, yes. during COVID times, when we've been spending so much time inside anyway, um, and the isolation. So, But do you remember a few years ago when your cousins from Norway came mm-hmm. to visit? I do. What do you remember about kind of their feeling about outdoors in the winter and how they live their life? They embrace it. They are they are outdoor people. They snowshoe. They actually have like outhouses. They have little houses out in the. They go cross country skiing and they they they, they can just stop at these little houses. Yes, yes, and they stay overnight there. And it's just like they are really rugged. Yes. And we're not so uh, much. No, and, and we went out to eat with them, and we sat outside. No one else was sitting outside. No. This was in late October, yep. and it was chilly. And we thought, whoa, we were related to that because we mm-hmm. don't mind the cool weather, but it was so fun. No one else was eating outside, and no one would we have invited no. to eat outside, but we brought it but up the to Norwegians. them, and it's like, oh, we are totally up for that. And we had just a delightful time. <laughs> Yes. At an outdoor restaurant all alone. But um, this Norwegian lifestyle actually has a name to it. It does. And it's, I have to see if I can. I can spell it F-R-I-L-U-F-T-S-L-I-V. Perfect. And they say it's pronounced free luftsliv, but I don't know where the accent would be, but free luftsliv. Free Isn't luftsliv. that great? And what it means, it is about free air life. It's a sense of having space and wandering freely outdoors no matter what the temperature. So I just thought it it would be fun to talk about this because maybe it can be a challenge to us to kind of think about winter a little differently. And as soon as this is done, Karen and I are going to go for a walk. Yeah, we we do try to fit a walk in. Every day. Even when it's cold. But Norwegians accept that part of every year is going to be dark and cold, but they're going to celebrate outdoors no matter what. So they have lots of outdoor celebrations. And I think even like what you said, mm-hmm. it's just part of um, people take their skis on public transportation and then ski to where they're going next. Uh, and it does not, the word does not mean participating in outdoor sports. It doesn't have anything to do with being athletic. It um, has to do with enjoying nature as a part of daily life. It's being outdoors. So my idea Not of enjoying doing. it is when we go up, there's this uh, little park close to us, you know, taking a thing of hot chocolate or a hot tea. Well, usually it's hot tea. And even some graham crackers or some little treat and going up bundling and reading a little bit. That, that. that fits this description. Yeah. And I thought, you know, just thinking about that more. So in Norway, they, they call 
um, they have what they call Nature Sundays, which means on Sundays families mm. get together and they spend time outside, even if it's raining. It's just mm -hmm. part of what they do. And it even begins in kindergarten. Kindergartens there spend a whole lot of time of their day outside, no matter what the weather, too. And I was just reading in Hopkins, which is a suburb here where we live in Minnesota. I was just reading an article about how there were, I don't remember, I think it might have been like a K through two, or I don't know what grades, but it was early grades where they were doing that kind of a philosophy. And both because it's awesome for the COVID time, because it's really smart to be outdoors. Mm -hmm. But I think what they were finding with the kids discovering and the sense of play, and parents were loving it because the kids would be exhausted and they're just being outside. Because, you know, today now we've got the kids on doing online school and they're they're just sitting in the house too. And we're talking elementary, aren't we? Yeah. 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 We're not talking about seniors. No. And I think, oh, and I thought, oh, I could, te I could teach yeah. there. That would be great. I think what um, a great way to look at things, all of you homeschoolers too, to just think about incorporating that into our day. I just feel bad when I look at kids. They're online all day, these young kids doing school, and then for their free time, what do they want? Screen time to do their fun part. Their games. So they're on the screen just way too much. So anyway, before this pandemic, we would be running around all day and working and doing whatever, and then we would look forward to coming home, and you'd think of your cozy evening wrapped up and reading a book or watching Netflix. But it's like now during this time, and crafting. Now during this time, we're spending a lot of time doing that, and we need to kind of add the other part back in. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't get my first computer until I was in high school. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't even then, did you? No. I, said, no. I remember using a slide rule. I they mean, we didn't have screen time. They weren't invented until what we We were both yeah. in junior high, I think, before we even got black and white TVs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you just think of what's happened with screen time, you know, it's just kind of a... Kind of a different thing. And I think each generation faces different, more and more, screen issues. Karen's got to get used to me not being concrete. I know. I am. <laughs> no, to be ready for anything he says. So, you know, of course, you dog owners out there that take your dogs for walks a few times a day, you kind of have this made because, you you know, you have a reason to go out. And I personally think that's one of the best reasons to be a dog owner. We're not dog owners and aren't going to be. But, but I, we have a dog in our so, backyard. Yeah, our daughter brings her dog over, so so that that's good. But uh, you kind of have this built in. The rest of us need to kind of make a plan for this. But, you know, um, studies have shown that if we spend a couple of hours outdoor, even that just that little each week, it really improves both mental and physical health. And uh, we kind of need that right now. And even the light from the sun, it's just so good to be out there. So let's talk about some ideas of how we could do this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I've got a list prepared. Okay. Well, what comes to your mind? No. <laughs> no, no. The first one is just to get bundled up. Get those clothes you need and layer it up. I love this. In Norway, they have a saying that says, there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothing. Hmm. <laughs> I think, isn't that awesome? Mm -hmm. So if you give gifts, maybe this is the year to think about really giving some of those, like those thermal, and now you can get really thin, warm layers of things and just kind of encourage that whole thing. So my, what a great idea. My most important thing are my mucklucks. <laughs> Your mucklucks? <laughs> I think those are what, big Norwegian boots or something? Oh, okay. <laughs> they, okay. I think so they see, are. Yeah, see, we could, maybe we should start a Norwegian language. Yes. Um, part here and see if we can add a new word every <laughs> so a second idea would be to extend your living area outside as much as possible and we made a big step towards that for my 70th birthday yes yeah. we did 
our kids got Karen, their mom, a great big heater that keeps people warm during. You know one of those outdoor things like they use at restaurants? Yeah. Um, because they know how much I love being outside and they thought it would extend the season. And I thought, and we've used it a lot. Just yesterday we had a friend over and Tim sat that up and we could all stand socially distanced and just feel warm and have a nice conversation. So if you have that or a fire pit or, again, just bundling up and spending a little more time out there, bring out your treat or hot drink. We should have a fire pit. Yeah. Maybe that'll be in the future. So another hint is just to be aware of looking for beauty anywhere. I think that when you're out walking, if you can focus on what you can discover and find, it kind of helps make the walk be better. And it's just something good for us to be noticing in life. You know, pack your lunch or your snack, like I mentioned before. I think that's awesome. If you're out walking, even if it's when you get back to your car, if you've gone somewhere, and then you get to have that hot drink, I mean, what a fun thing to look forward to after going for a nice hike. And if it's warm enough, you can just have it right outside. You can't do that now, but one of my favorite things growing up on a farm in a river valley by a railroad track was to collect rocks. I would always walk. I would mm -hmm. walk. Mm-hmm with the idea that I was going to find some fossils. And I did, a lot. And you found a lot of interesting rocks. Yes, I did. <laughs> Which makes me think, you know, if you think back to your childhood and that, and just, so if you have kids or grandkids that you're spending time with, use that idea, get out, go on walks for them and encourage them to collect things, to discover mm -hmm. things. Uh, set out on a scavenger hunt. Just, you know, make a list of colors you're going to look for or, I, just look for interesting things. I think um, getting them involved and then doing that with them would be an awesome thing. You can do outdoor games and you can watch. You, know, you can just be the one encouraging them to do the snow angels if you can't get back up again. But, you know, doing all the patterns in the snow, you know, and then walking through mazes, all those kinds of things. Snowball fights, just get involved in the parts you can. Snow angels. Yeah, and bundle up and watch the kid. I mean, it's just the encouragement to do that. I just think... Kids are missing out on just some of that fun playtime. And don't discourage them. Don't say, oh, it's too cold today to go out. No, add some layers. They'll come in. So you know, are adults. So. <laughs> adults are missing out, too. Oh, we are all missing out. And so if you have kids, use them as another reason to get out. Go out with them. Don't just send them out. Go out even if you're going to watch them with your cup of coffee. <laughs> but uh, just get involved with being outside. And then my other tip was just thinking about try something new. So if you always walk in your neighborhood... Take a different way the next time you go out. Or maybe once a week you want to go to a, a new park. We've done that lately. We A friend told us about a park in the neighborhood. And we went and we went on a really long walk. I mean, it was a place we drove to. But it's really fun when you go new places, then you discover new things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it just kind of keeps it interesting. Um, and the other thing is if you usually walk with somebody... Uh, walk solo and you'll notice different things when I walk by so I have two ways of walking I, with one with a slow husband uh, yes I I go for solo walks if I want exercise and I walk with Tim <laughs> if I just want to enjoy being together and going for a stroll as I like to call it <laughs> so we laugh about that but you know we have such different paces of walking <laughs> it's true but being like my mother I we both had short legs but his mother. mother, short, short lady. Yeah, would walk as I don't even know if she's five foot, but walk faster than Karen. Or my, we were good. She would say I was her best walking companion. 
because she didn't know anyone else who walked fast like she did. And she kept that up well into her 80s. And um, so that's my, so I always tell Tim, it's not just the short legs. Your mother did just fine <laughs> with her short legs. But everyone in the small town where she lived remembers her trudging up these hills because she lived in an apartment on top of a hill in this town. And so she'd have to trudge up those hills on her way home. And sometimes people say, oh, yeah, I'd stop and offer her a ride because it'd be cold out. And she, oh, no, I'm doing fine. And she'd just keep on trucking. <laughs> I think, what a great role model. I know. But she loved her that. And then when she would be with us, she and I would always go out for an extra walk. You know, we'd walk with everyone, but then we'd take an extra walk because we'd go around the lake at a really fast clip. You know? <laughs> so I just thoroughly enjoy those memories of hers. Um, so for me, when I walk solo and I'm going to walk fast and I'm focused on getting exercise, I tend to listen to podcasts. I love doing that and it helps pass the time. But sometimes when I walk to switch it up, I like to not listen to something because then you're way more tuned into the beauty around you and just kind of making it more of a mindfulness kind of thing. And I, you know, and I think they both have value. So another way to switch it up if, is if you usually walk solo, you can enjoy walking with a friend. You can be socially distanced, well, from others pretty easily when now that it's cold, but even from each other. <laughs> and uh, I, I love that. You know, you could invite a different friend each week to go walk with you and talk. And I think what a fun, um, or you could have a, a set date, you know, to go with somebody every week. But I think that's just a great way to stay in touch and do, and just be out enjoying life together. We have a friend who walks a lot, and she is always aware of who else is out walking. And mm -hmm. she'll strike up a, she loves to talk to strangers, uh -huh. and she'll strike up a conversation with somebody totally, a total stranger, and it's just a wonderful... And it's a gift to each other to just is, kind of meet is. someone new, have a fun conversation. Our friend Jane Brandt was talking about how she likes to do... She's on the phone with a friend, so they're enjoying walking together, but in totally different places. And you can even do that with FaceTime and then show what you're surrounding. But all of that really helps pass the time. So there are so many fun ways that you can actually change this up. So my message today is to just adopt this... I have to, I have to fill up uh, this uh, style of a frill up slip, whatever it's called. I'm just going you know, to really <laughs> make that yes, weird. But <laughs> and just get out there. I'll send a message to one of my Norwegian relatives and ask him. <laughs> we'll pronounce this phonetically. We'll tell them to listen to this podcast. And <laughs> they correct us and tell us yeah, everything we brought. Screen. But you know what else about this? This is just all free. This is just a way to enrich our lives, enrich our health. So it comes down to let's decide to enjoy rather than endure this winter. Now, in full disclosure, yes, we are going to shorten our winter by leaving for a month. Yes, we are. <laughs> Queen to Florida, so we must say that. And part of what we'll look forward to for the rest of winter is thinking about that, <laughs> that reprieve. But for all the time we're here, let's just make a decision that we're not going to hibernate. Yep. Let's get out there and bundle up, get outside, enjoy the world we live in, and then come back in and craft. And I will just be so ready to be cozy and crafting. And February is usually the coldest month of the year. Yeah, it's also kind of the middle, so it kind of yeah. breaks it up. So I figure it's kind of a good month to go because in March we see glimmers of of spring. And we get a lot of pretty snowfall, so sometimes the roads aren't good, but it's beautiful. And, yeah, so, it, you know, January, February kind of get get a little long. But we're still going to get out there and do it. So... The motto is going to be 
Give winter a try. Give cold, give cold a chance. Let us know what you think about that. And if you get out and what your ideas are for making winter enjoyable and still being outside to do it. So we appreciate you. Thanks. And just wait. Okay. And if you're out walking someday and you see us walking and yeah. I'm about two paces behind Karen, <laughs> stop and say hi. Encourage me to speed up. <laughs> and see, the deal is if I slow down so that he can be, be at the same. He slows down even more. So it isn't that I'm walking too fast. I think he just likes being 10 steps behind. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Bye. <laughs>